It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live. from Noko who says is it who I think it is SK is it Zola 
You are so on the money. That's exactly who it is. And everybody loves to hear a good comeback story. So we hope that this morning we're going to be part of that, telling that good uh, comeback story. Now, recent reports that Kwaito Star and TV presenter Zola7 um, has actually never left the music industry is music to many people's ears because <laughs> they've been wondering what happened to this guy? What happened? Where did this dude go? And uh, now, you know, he's been back on our screens and uh, then he was gone again. So we'll find out exactly what he's been up to. But this is a guy, he at one point was, his brand was second only to that of Nelson Mandela. Mm. That is how big he was. Good morning. So what? <laughs> You, you you seem to be in disbelief, echoing the lyrics there from the song. <laughs> it's just um, it's emotional, you know. I'm looking back, why do you have to play specifically this song? Morning, because I love that song, don't you? I love that song too. I love it so much. Some there are songs I don't play. <laughs> but 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 but, but um, we do allow tears on the show. We've got tissues. I'll give you some. But, you know, um, it's fantastic to have you. It's great to see you again. It's nice. South African men are actually allowed to cry. Yeah, Such they are. Such a cool country. Yeah. <laughs> but how, you've, how have you been? Where have you been? I, I have uh, been home. Uh, I've been touring on weekends. I'm shooting during the week. Um, Z7 Media does a lot of um, our own self-finance documentaries. And then uh, over the weekend, I'm probably performing somewhere in a place that does not appear in the map. (laughs) And just looking at where you are now and, you know, how chilled and mellowed, performing in places far-flung, dorpy somewhere, (laughs) in the Plataland. Dorpy somewhere. somewhere. Abiki Colesberg, da far, far, far. No, it's it's um, jeez. I I think I was trying to explain to these guys that the the, the the entertainment industry is like the universe and the galaxy, and everybody's genre is like some kind of a planet or a star somewhere. So um, I've never left what people refer to as LSM for. I'm always performing for Bandbasekasi. I'm always performing in more rural areas as compared to the hype that is happening, especially on social media, mm. which I'm never sure if it's the kind of business that brings money at the end of the day. Um, so I'm I'm more used to getting out of the outing and and performing outside the goalie and then driving back on Monday mornings to go straight to bed. It's been like that since the beginning of the career. Beginning of the career, but I want to go back to since the beginning. You look amazing. Ah, no, not now. <laughs> hey, Mushele, we're talking about you now. <laughs> we're talking about you, not me. But you know, Zola, and and everybody's come to know you as Zola. But of course, your name is Bongosi mm-hmm. But Zola, the township that you grew up in. Yeah, and it's 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 one of those. Um, a group of townships, Kosoweto, that have been referred to as the Wild West. Yeah. Because, you know, it is just, it's bad. Ish. Uh, are, are you aware that all our democratic presidents are farm boys? <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> they came from a farm somewhere. <laughs> so, it's not about where you come from. 
<laughs> it's about how you're gonna come here and run ranchos. So I, I, I grew up as well. Yes, things were happening, but I, I think because as well, there was a, a lot of uh, political activity happening, a lot of people um, leaving to exile and some were coming back in 1992. Whatever the PR that was done by Zola, I think was done by the people who did not necessarily represent us. And therefore then it got dubbed as um, a place of violence. That mm. Maybe another term they would have loved to say it's full of terrorists. Because in 1992, we saw a lot of uncles that we heard of, like like a myth coming back into a South Africa. And um, I would see it more of a, a, a politically rich place uh, in more than the thuggery that most people like to talk about. And uh, it's relatively safe because I'm there sometimes every day with people who are not from Azor. I take tourists there and everything compared to everything they say about my people. Viva my people, Basazon. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, uh, that is the place that actually formed you. It made you into the person who you are, yeah. good or bad. You know, all mm-hmm. of those influences uh, came from Ezola. I, I think the greatest advantage with me is that if you have the gift of writing, you can just not get involved and just observe and turn the events around you into either poetry or short stories or long stories or a novel. In my case, a lot of songs because I was just observing whatever was happening, the whole transformation in South Africa, the whole story say apartheid, which I wonder if people today really believe us when we tell them what apartheid was really like. I mean, how, how it looked like into where we are now. For me, all of that just became songs mm. uh, because there, there were things that I wasn't going to do. I, I have a grandmother who was a very professional cat club, you know. <laughs> uh, she, and I'm sure you were at the end of it very many Very times. much, yeah, several <laughs> times. She 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 could bring it up like a factory assemble, <laughs> you know. So, and uh, you know, back then there were, I think everybody's grandmother was some kind of a big brother. You couldn't even do a thing as far as Naledi without mm. somebody knowing where you went to your Kibelama training, Naledi. So we, we were babysitted by everyone. Those things, I think, we were safe, much more safer. But when you grow up, they become songs, depending on the things you want to participate in, because there isn't a prison in this country that I have not gone to and not find Umuntu Asesowetu or Ezola Ekaslam or somebody who knows me personally. So it depends on choices that we make. Uh, and just growing up mm-hmm. in Zola, um, where it was practically a norm for um, people to grow up in you know, single-parent homes, mm. mothers doing it all, trying to raise their sure. kids. You know what? Uh, I think I also come from an era, if you look into the early, early 80s, whereby um, the leadership and the fathers were either running away from the police, the system, somewhere in shallow graves, somewhere in Robin Island, and somewhere in exile. So, yeah, South Africa did end up with a problem of a lot of mothers, the alpha females, raising their kids because men were relatively, you were not even safe as a musician, depending on your lyrics. People left the country just because of what they wrote. So, yeah, I, I did grow up in a situation. I know a lot of guys, in fact, more guys... I know, uh, use their mother's surnames uh, than they are, uh, hardly know their fathers. And um, it becomes a problem when it comes to the rites of passage, when it comes to identification of a young man and who he wants to be and what clan does he belong to. So um, 
yeah, there, there's a lot of guys I grew up with that have always said that question, Mark, am I really Kosa? Am I Tricha? Am I Tswana? And mm. if so, what are my rights of passage? So we ended up being the generation that is not exactly sure in terms of uh, religious, African religious identity, where, where do we stand? And it's just one of those things that can be television content in the future. We're going to handle those issues. Uh, you know, um, other cultures have fixed things like uh, the Quran. Whether you have a father or you don't have a father, there is the Quran and there are rites of passage in the Quran and you would follow that. Us, I'm closer that guy is Zulu, that one is one, and we are in the same crew and we we all battle in terms of the identification with Mnangobani and those things in the spirit world are very important. So in Zulu they say that a child that is not fully defined by his father's surname may end up with certain problems. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes wonder, Uguti, uh, are most people I grew up with that generation that needs a certain spiritual path that because of what apartheid did to us, a lot of families were broken. So then question is, how deep did apartheid go in terms of the scars? Because it sounds not like it went even spiritual. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is quite profound. Crazy. All of those boys about to La Pamelo, Kopnase, Sun City, half of them are not circumcised. And they feel at a certain age that by now I should have been circumcised. But here I am in prison. But hey, maybe I'm in prison because I wasn't circumcised in the first place. Mm. And, 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 and that's, you know, a very powerful conversation mm-hmm. and one that needs to be had. But we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Growing up as a child. Yeah. Ish, Zola, you look like you were like ish, that child. <laughs> that would just give headaches all around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the kid that uh, the teacher said you will understand next year. <laughs> Indicating Did the teacher say that to you? I remember Mr. Mpamba saying that to me. But I was um, I was very good in Zulu and very good in... There were things that I was good at. I was also very good with English. I mean, at some point, I was South African champion in uh, debating speech mm. contests. In all that chaos that I was... I mean, everybody who's growing up has to go through some kind of chaos. But I managed to find things that I thought I was actually very good at. And looking back now, I'm a TV presenter, I do public speaking. For me, they did work. Interesting, because mm-hmm. that means you and I have that in common, winning yes. speech contests. And it was a big thing. It was a big thing. Yeah. And I was SA champion some point of my life. And I won good money. And I was excited about this money because I was going to go and buy the Dr. Martins and everything. And they told me, no, say, we will talk about this money when you're ready to go to Tayshan. <laughs> Wow, going to embark on the journey of paying this money to whatever institution that you go to. And, and you'd was, already spent it in your mind. I was very angry. I'd spent this money in my mind. <laughs> and then uh, I used it later on. Mm. Gave me just a little bit of education education. Lucky me. But it, it was purely based on the fact that I was interested in debating um, a scale, which I look now, if I did not have that, I don't know. Tell me about your mom. My mom. Sevenzil. Yes. She used to be Mavis at work and Sevenzil at home. <laughs> <laughs> and that was also a common thing. That was a common thing. I remember one time I was with M Sevenzil and this girl was my age called Angie. I even remember the name and referred to her as Mavis and I was shocked but I didn't understand. And this girl was sending my mom to get things for her. And I'm coming from the side where my mom sends me to get things. 
I only understood it later, I think, when I was watching that thing was portrayed on Sarafina. I think where this girl ends up in my suburb scene and she gets to understand how our moms actually uh, were living. Uh, but she, yeah, she was um, that kind of woman. I managed to retire here, yeah? uh, but she was always at work uh, for many hours. Uh, she left very early and came very late. So we had most of the time now on the weekends. But uh, during the week, Umak Riza Begakon. Mm. And uh, when you're left with Umakriza, things can go either way, depending <laughs> on what you did. But Makrizas <laughs> didn't play. They were the disciplinarians. Uh, the Makrizas had a mad protocol that we <laughs> up to today, we are still trying to decipher uh, what happened. And uh, unfortunately for most women, we're expecting them to behave uh, like that particular generation. And uh, they can't because they are this modern generation, you know. So it, with us, it's a balance between eating at home and occasional takeaways. The Macrisas just cooked at home. End of the story. There were clubs. There were rules. You did wash your clothes at a certain time. You did iron your school uniform at a certain time. And you will show up at school, whether she's there or not there, whether she's watching or not, at a certain time, because somebody might tell. And then there was this thing that the Macrisas did, which I will never get. Go there and get a parcel. Bring the parcel here. Take this parcel and take it there and take the parcel <laughs> there. And bring it here. And I look at it now. I think it's banking. It was some kind of a banking system between sugar and beans and Amatambo. They ran it. <laughs> it was their thing. And it was always a parcel. There was always a parcel. This parcel at some point at the end of the day is going to become a share or somewhere. And then now, sometimes I drive, I look at these billboards. I'm like, hey, there are billboards now that are talking against the Mashonisas. You know, we've been running this thing with the grannies from way back in the days. If you don't have a fridge, come your turn for your society. You ask, Bafaz, this year you'll buy me a fridge or get me a black and white TV. The Macrizas did that. It was their own credit scheme. It certainly was. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, the thug life. Thug life. Growing up, seeing things, seeing people. I saw things. Role models. Yeah, we, we had uh, car stealing role models. Um, uh, we, we had, I think, one of the most famous guys, SOA2, uh, in terms of Itagar, it was actually my uncle. I literally grew up on his shoulders. I still, on a bad day, I drive to Avalon just to have a, a, a chat with him. There's something we call it, where you mm. go clean the grave. And um, he was relatively famous, which I understand where maybe my fame might have something to do with him. And um, he had a very violent death at the same time. So I, I saw things in Sasemlane that made me take decisions of not being involved in a lot. But uh, the kind of thugs that um, I know are the ones that told you a lot about going to school and told you a lot about not even thinking about ending up in Hillbrook to steal a car. And they are still alive today. They grew up, they got married, and they are big men. And those are the ones who actually brag about Zola and Mendoza and Briggs on Samia. This is our product. Look, they never went to jail. Look, they grew up, they're mm. famous now. Those are the ones you still give proper protocol when you pass. Or if we have money, you pass. What is the protocol? The protocol is that you will stop and greet them no matter how much in a hurry you are. And uh, maybe you might have to hoist something. A little bit of drink. <laughs> so Uncle Smang Mang. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you leave. And you pass the same respect to their kids because when they do something wrong on the street, it is now your right to shout at them. So yeah, I remember one time I went to um, 
a local to talk to Abanta Basechele, and I ended up with a guy called Utabi. So I knew I told everybody that hey, I raised this boy. And he said to me, you see, everything I told you not to do has now put you where you are because now you're coming here to motivate and now you are the big thing on TV. But had I listened to your initial proposal, you'd be in jail with me here. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that may have done a lot of wrong things, but they, we owe it also to them because they told us not to follow in their footsteps. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and that is powerful because mm-hmm. you, you do need people to keep you on the straight and narrow because there are just so many distractions, so many influences around you, good and bad. Yeah, when you're growing up. But some of the greatest um, speakers that I know are actually guys in prison because they, they speak from a completely different there's something funny about being locked up and not having the freedom to do what you want and eat when you are told and sleep when you are told. And it gets it gives a lot of time to reflect. So when you sit down with them on family days or graduation days in prison, you hear the kind of things that some of the greatest spiritual people may not be able to tell you. Yeah. And- of course, I'm speaking to Zola this morning. Uh, many, many messages. Uh, I'll try and find some time to read them all because I know people want to call in. Um, uh, Mamelo says, uh, such a rich and packed conversation. Great hearing Zola's story. Uh, Kaelite Kumalo says, wow, Sakina, Zola sounds so mature and wise. Mm. Great stuff, our local talent. Khumutun uh, Tsunimeng says, uh, I agree. Our granny's way of doing things somehow misleads men's expectations of yeah. women's conduct. <laughs> and uh, they they were women of stature. What are you saying? We're not women of stature. Bongani <laughs> eh, Matonsela says, uh, you have made my weekend, Siswam. Thank you for bringing Zola in studio. And he's uh, my role model. Mpunzi says, I'm loving this morning's AM Live. Brian Kumala, ask him if he, uh, uh, if he ever was um, in Kinsa. No, you weren't a kid. No, 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 no. no, no. He had the role models. I think he just answered Mm -hmm. uh, that particular question. So uh, went right there. But I tell you, there are so many. I'll try to read as many as we can. We'll try to play as much music as we can. And we'll still try to tell as much of the story as we can. And we have to pack it into the next half hour. It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live.
Sometimes, I, okay, ask me the question first, I'll tell you. <laughs> the question is right there. Ah, sometimes I just, I, I don't write songs. It's uh, the psychology of it, either things I hear from people or, or things that go on in my life. Finding this song hits exactly on what we were talking about here, about the identity and, and surnames. Mm. And if if i had to shoot a video of a song like this it would probably have something to do with some kind of the rites of passage as well uh which i think a lot of men want a lot of women as well there's something we call this cow in zulu whereby when you are standing there and you're getting married the zulus will ask you of your original surname and if if you're a woman you don't have your father's original surname may create some problems so this song is i went on a journey i went to a singer i found my people uh early last year and the song sort of like came from there because I felt how many people in this country may be having the same problem. It needs to be one of the subjects on the table and it needs to be content. We need to stop keeping up 
with the Kardashians <laughs> talk about the things that really bug us. And it's 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 a subject matter that I've, I've because I've talked to a lot of men who seem to be going through the same thing too. Lucky enough, I can afford to drive and book somewhere in a hotel and go find whoever I want to find and whatever grave I need to find, regardless of which province it is, even if it was in Kenya. Mm. A lot of brothers are not going to be able to do that. While we transform into fatherhood, we have this, a lot of these untold stories that we don't know that at some point they're going to end up as homework because some kid is going to come home and ask you, Dad, by the way, who's our people? Mm. And uh, you won't know what to say. So here it goes. Jamagas chat to Sibal Kurus Kunyam Conto, not last on Fazama Bellema to Angel Singing, especially on Fulazalism, Ubazalu, and Nondabam Betel, Pupa, and Jenga Salem for the Mkwazib. And this is someone's way, someone's supposed to be ululating, and now I can't ululate. I got you right there. You know, when I started doing this on TV many, many years ago, I, I just, it started. It started trending. It started just going, and I I saw other lot of people they want to hoy also as well. Mm. Oh, I I know my thing as well. I was like, ah, this is good. It should have had a book somewhere. Of a, and people are still saying that you should have a book somewhere. You know, <laughs> people look up to you. A book, I write. I have one or two manuscripts, but I don't. I don't know if I I want to do your 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 usual tell all. On I just want to talk about something beautiful and what life is really about, because uh, we we could we could write volumes about the industry, especially the music industry. But I'm not sure if for now, I want to function with that kind of energy because it's it's been dark industry too for a while. It's created a lot of angry individuals, and mm. and people have written about that, and a lot of people like to respond about things that are being said uh, about them in the media, which I have. Now, I mean, my manuscript in a way, but am I ready to release that, or maybe I still need a few more chapters of things that have not happened yet? And you know, people got to know you really through that series that you did, uh, Zola Seven, and mm-hmm. and that was phenomenally. Mm-hmm. successful yes in every sense and you were talking about people you can go to kenya and find a grave rem- and it doesn't matter where it is and it yeah. reminded me of something um you once rescued mm. why are you sounding you, you why are you squinting now why are you looking worried we know things don't worry but you once rescued a group of prostitutes in Dar es Salaam in Yo. Tanzania. Yes. And what you did was you actually sent them to school. Yeah. Uh, it was. Tell us about it. <laughs> uh, nice, nice girls. It was. Uh, education is relatively reasonable when you go to other countries. So what they were asking for is something that we could, we could actually do immediately. And I did not understand why it was not happening because these girls were asking for sewing machines to go to some kind of a, a school as opposed to what our kids want here in this country because they are lucky mm. one and um it was a very 
different society whereby when it comes to girls you have to talk to a long traditional protocol but they allowed us and then by the time we left uh, uh, Tanzania these girls were actually going to school which in that region as well was um, a bit of a difficult issue for a girl to go to school in the first place but uh, there are many places in Africa where people have opened up to the fact that the only way to save a girl child is to actually take them to school uh, maybe they'll grow up and become members of parliament someone will Powerful women in the country, actually in parliaments across the Africa. We managed to achieve that, but I think the greatest thing, we're also trying to show your normal South Africans what is actually happening outside Ama borders and how difficult it is that even a glass of water can be a serious issue in other countries where you can actually get exploited, just go to Funamanzi and you happen to be a girl. It was that that we we're trying to show South Africans more than anything else. Have you ever followed up, found out what happened to them? Um... Well, it looks like we're going to do that anyway. I've been reading the news. <laughs> it looks like we're going to go back anyway. I hope they, I hope they got somewhere. But according to what I hear on the street, uh-huh. maybe we're flying there very soon. Oh, oh! so am I getting into some of your plans? I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, that's interesting. So you'll be doing stuff like that. Stuff like that, this and that. Okay, okay, I won't spoil it. Uh, but let me read a few SMSs before I go to the lines. If you'd like to call in 0891104208, you're going to have to be quick. It's already chock-a-block. Um, Zola, you changed my life. You gave me hope. I love you, Guluva. That's from Z and Tantiso in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one from Tranqui says, e, Zola, um, I want to know what he thinks of anger. It's a useless emotion. Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm. Useless emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mbuso says, Sakina, my role model is in the studio. Thank you so much for bringing him. I'm recording it uh, while listening. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, Lucanio S. Memela says, uh, Sakina, wow, looking forward to this great show with the legend. Haters can just swallow a chill pill. Simpiwe mm-hmm. uh, says, um, wow, I just want to say, um, I, I'm going to come back. I have to read that slowly first, ne? another language. I'm going to come back to that one. Uh, Precious says, love him. Uh, Zamo Tebekulu says, um, AM Live uh, at uh, Real Zola 7. Oh, my boy. My day is made. That man, Sakina, had touched many lives and I'm out of words. And uh, Lucy Kele says, Thank you so much, Forum at 8, for bringing a legendary musician, Unati Kwaza. I don't believe he was that good on his TV show and music um, that he's done now. Zola still has a lot to offer. Mm. Uh, Zaki um, Matebula says, wow, I like that guy. His attitude is good. And uh, then what we read in papers, Sakina, the man is good. I like him. Khaukhelo um, Litwaba says... How we still love Zola. It's shameful what the media did to his reputation. Thanks for bringing him in today. And uh, D says, original Papa action. The return, Baba. That's what's happening <laughs> here. <this way. laughs> I'm stuck with this Papa action. <laughs> and, uh, but but whenever you play some scary characters. Hey, eh? hey, hey. Papa action. Eh? I'm merely reflecting society. Anyway, Nyabonga for that. And there are many more where that came from. Ah, Apiwe, our colleague, Apiwe Honono, she's calling from Pretoria, first in line. Apiwe, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? I'm great, thanks. And you? I'm very well, thank you. I'd like to address the gentleman you're speaking to today, please. Please go ahead. Bongosi. Ngosazan. 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 
I'm calling as a member of uh, Bring Back Zola 7. Ne? <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there is a hashtag here. <laughs> Bring Back Zola 7 with the 90%. Yo. <laughs> we don't care what the media says. We don't care what's going on in your life. But when you are ready to come back, your fans are waiting for you. Your fans know you and be ready for your comeback. Thank you. Cheese. Hey, Gabon. Okay, Sorry. swallow. It helps with the tears. Swallow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We're going to go now to Nicholas in Tembisa. Good morning, sure. Nicholas. Good morning, Katina. How are you? I'm well, thanks. And you? I'm all right. Can I just give me a uh, friend my greetings to Zola? Zola. Leadership. How are you, my friend? You can't afford to go on. You try to, to motivate us to go to school, of which we, we try our level best. I still remember we, we had, I must do a country, but for school to say school yeah, you give us a hope. I, I'm still on, on, on that path. I, I, I can't let it go. I, I'm still going to support you. I'm, I'm as well a member of Bring Back Roller. I will always honor you, my brother. Regardless of what, I, you, you're touching my life at all. Thank you, my king. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nicholas. Innocent in Lady Brand. Good morning. Good morning, a very good morning. Sakina. It's those little dorpies that he goes to, eh? Thank you very much. It's <laughs> rain. Uh, and, uh, let me greet Malume. Malume, so good now. Tinu Malume. I'm for two grand. Ah, Malume, so we feel like a cool, 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 cool. It is very good to have you in the studio. Hey, uh, what a role model. Hey, school is turned away now. I'm a drama. Hey, we grow up. You are the role model. Uh, what I need to say to you, uh, is that Marume? I can't wait to see you work out on something together with Rapula Nisi Pemo and the guys from outside New York, like Asha and uh, Chris Brown. Dramatically and musically, I want you to. I, I can't wait to see you collaborating with those guys and something new. And Marume, I'm sure the bosses are listening. We love you so much, and uh, you are the you are the inspiration. Thank you so much, Innocent and Lady Brand. There's a movement here. Hashtag bring back Zola 7. Um, uh, Lungisa in Springbok. Yo, yeah, now this is far out. Yeah, bo. Good morning, Lungisa. <laughs> Hello, Sakin. How are you? How I'm good and you, Lungisa. What do you want to... How is Springbok this morning, first and foremost? Ah, Springbok is a bit chilly. Winter is coming in slowly but surely. But it's shining. The sun is shining. Though you could feel the breeze is there. Oh, wait, mm. wait a bit. Where is Springbok? There, Konamakwa land. It's Namakwa very far. Hey, it's in Namakwa land. Yeah, that, that side. side. It's oh, very far. Everything. My brother, give me in one sentence why we should come there. The reason you should come here, you should come to inspire the young people, Zoli. You've inspired a lot of people. Even the young singers who are still willing to, to, to come into the music industry and the public industry. They would really be inspired by you. I'm also one of those who are, who are with this hashtag asking you, Zola. Hashtag, <laughs> I, I think in Buzumundo, wrong. 
Nibuza umuntu wrong ukuthi ngibuyani. No, usuza yena lo simaziyo thini ubaba kalwandi. You know who to ask. <laughs> you know who to ask. Who to ask? There's a Sutu speaking man in this building. <laughs> yeah, ne, no, I'm sure those who, who are relevant to us, they are listening to what is their kumbula, but the hashtag come, come back. <laughs> Plum, you won't believe it. I live five minutes away from this building. He does. Five minutes. I even have enough time for two cups of coffee. So, nine grand in red. Yes. Those are our part. Those are our part. Yeah, I, I will always be your servant, my king. Yeah, also inspire. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> Life is very good. You see, this is the things. The, the fans yeah. own you. They own you. Know you. They really own me. And yeah. I, I enjoy it. Eh? <laughs> it's fun. Lungisa and Springbok, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, well, that is far out. But thanks for the call. Uh, Sakile and Dandi, good morning. Sakile, uh, how are you? I'm very well, and you? I'm good, and uh, God bless you. If you are in front of me, I'll kiss you on the cheek for that man you got in there. When are you? Zola. Ask who you about. Zola. Where are you? Zola, I'll give up in life when you give up. That's what I want to say to you. And then you have a long way to go, my brother. I'll give up in life when you give up. While you're still going strong, Baba, I'm still going strong. God bless, God bless you, Zola. Utab kap nanda ulap. Zola, I'm go- I'm going through hell right now. But when you give up, when you give up, what profit I would have got? Get positive number. We are going to email email, Kabiam. We'll take his numbers. Um, uh, Sakile, don't put the phone down. We'll take your numbers and we'll get uh, your number to Zola. And, and, and yeah, that's how people feel about you. And, and, and I, I was narrating a story earlier on about someone who came to the SABC from somewhere in Limpopo with bags sitting here yeah. in the foyer at the SABC waiting for Zola 7. And, yeah, these are true stories. We should have had a desk here, La Pesant. Well, <laughs> had you known, actually, that you should have done that because people would come here to the SABC looking for you. Uh, let's speak to Mvusiwe Kaya in Addo. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I know you are doing well. Uh, I just want to say what I want to say. Look, first of all, I think you would have done if you don't play law and Sakina. <laughs> Whatever that you do, don't, don't, don't forget that song. You guys are my... putting me in trouble because now I've got a list. I don't know which one to choose. No, 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 no. Please don't disappoint me. But here, here, here is my argument. For, for how long will, will our society not uh, provide guidance mm. to talented young people like Uzola there? His story reminds me of how America treated a person like Tupac. When Tupac was growing up, through all these challenges, through his music, he told us the, the, the story of his life. But all we could uh, uh, do was to buy his music only, be entertained by him, but we did not pay attention to the issues that he was raising. And I mm. think Zola uh, challenges society through his music and many other young people. Some of them are artists that are in jail. 
I think they challenge society to pay attention to, to the message that they are sending so that we, 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 we look at these challenges and we resolve these challenges. We provide more support to these young people so that they understand and appreciate the country that we're building. Until we do that, we're going to take them as celebrities, we're going to buy music, we're going to buy books from their concerts and all those things. And mm. Vuziwekaya is driving there, unfortunately, so Mm. uh, we lost him. Uh, But uh, maybe you want to respond to him uh, quickly. I think the the whole idea here, Zola 7, is to touch on issues that may still be difficult culturally and religiously and socially how we are and tackle them and try to solve them and identify problems that we haven't talked about and see if we can find solutions uh, around one. So, yeah, we we did touch on all of these things, uh, but however, maybe if the people who were talking to 10 years back have ever since become parents and maybe those kids have inherited problems moving on because you can't educate everybody in time or get everybody Hispanic in time. But yeah, this is a collective thing. I can never really do it alone. It needs everybody to cave in. I'll give an example. We were talking about this this morning. Mzansi, uh, there's a boy here in front of me who needs 81,000 to go to a film school. Nangda, Lotak. Those things would need me to talk to corporate and for corporate to come in and help Lane Otherwise, we end up with more criminals. It's impossible to, for me to do this alone. I may recognize things and want to do something about them, but I'll need to see. So I, I, I've never functioned alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Asanda. Good morning. Sakina, good morning. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Uh, Sakina, 30 seconds. Jen, Funuku Fansanalabutzola, you saved my life, literally. Uh, through your music, you got me through the most challenging times ever. Uh, you you made going to school, seeking varsity yeah. qual- a qualification. Uh, dreaming, you made that possible for you out here, Selokshin, Ebishala, where role models mm-hmm. around you. When you were saying earlier, Baninza Bafana, Abakula, Data around them, we yeah. male role model. Mm-hmm. We are for many of us, and a lot of my friends in Zazi, and say, Thank you so much. You truly saved my life. And I'm here today, all the way from Echin, Gramstown in the Eastern Cape. Ever that? I've been pushing, I will continue pushing and dreaming bigger. Thank you so much. And Asanda is one of our producers here on AM Live. Uh, 
And of course, there are emotions running high all round. And um, yeah, it's that sort of thing. But that's what you do. That's what we know you for. I've known you for a while. And, and this is always the way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose people, you know, like me now are always going to be servants of the public. And sometimes regardless of what is happening in your private space, you'll have to deal with it later. It's difficult, but it's a blessing. Uh, so, um, yeah, Nyabonga to everybody who's been listening. And um, I'd really like to meet people halfway next time we start helping people. At least give me something that you've been doing, and then we can top it up. Singakali completely from scratch. Because I'm, I'm assuming everybody out there is trying to get someone mm. very quick. That's the most important thing. But um, Godspeed, we're going to be on the road very soon. And um, Nyeza, that's all I can say. And your fans are out in full force. Hashtag bring back Zola 7. So that's what's going on. Thank you so much. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, well, next time I'm coming to interview you. No, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that, of course, Bongo Sidlamini, uh, better known as Zola 7. Thank you so much. Hope you had a fantastic uh, morning and continue so during uh, throughout the weekend. To the team. Have a good one. And to all our listeners, we'll be back bright and early on Monday morning.